Make a choice, take a stand All that we need is resting in 
Amen, amen, hallelujah. We just thank God for this day that he has given us. Glory be to God. I want to thank each and every person that has came on today to join us on MDKI's Kingdom Encounter radio show on Blog Talk. Yes, many of us are walking into or are in or uh, walking in the prosperity, hallelujah, in the new season that we are in. So we just thank God, hallelujah, for what he is doing in this time and in this season. Glory be to God. God is a good God, and we have something to praise him for his mercy and his grace. Hallelujah, for waking us up to a new day, for protecting us as we slumbered. Hallelujah, for giving us the ability, hallelujah, to come on and listen, hallelujah, to this word. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Whether it's today or during the archives or whenever you got the opportunity, you have the resources and the ability, hallelujah, to click and listen in. Glory be to God. So we are just going to give God praise. Let's go ahead and just take our minds, hallelujah, to a place, hallelujah, into God, into heaven. Take him off of this day. Hallelujah. It's a nice day here in Seattle, Washington. And on this day, I know everyone's getting prepared for the, the big fight with uh, Mayweather and, and Pacquiao. Hallelujah. But right now, let's just focus upon the Lord and his goodness. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. For he is worthy. Hallelujah. We're calling upon you, Lord God. We're calling upon you, Lord God, to come upon this line and to join us, to, 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 to dine with us as we sit at the table, Father God, waiting to receive, Father God, a word, Father God, food, Father God, that will nourish our soul in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, and we call upon you now, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord God, we just come before your throne right now, Father God. Hallelujah. Just praising your holy name. Giving you thanks, Father God, for everything, Father God, for nothing that we own, nothing that we possess is ours, Lord God, for you have given, for it is yours. The Bible says that every good thing comes from heaven, so so we just give praises unto you for everything that you have given us. Our children, Father God, hallelujah, we thank you for them. Our jobs, we thank you for them. Our husbands, our wives, we thank you for them. The finances, Father God, we thank you for them. Everything, Lord God, that we have, we give thanks unto you, for we We owe nothing, Father God. Everything we have comes from you. And we give you honor and we give you glory, Father God. Now, Lord God, we just pray that you will forgive us of our sins, our iniquities. Father God, those things that we have said, done, our thoughts that goes against your commandments, Father God, and your statutes, Lord God. We plead the blood right now over them. Sanctify us. Cleanse us, Lord God. Hallelujah, that we may be able to perform, Father God, the things in which you have given for us to do, that we'll be able to move out of and into a new place, a new land in you, Father God. We give you all the glory, Father God, and we give you all the thanks. Release your dunamis power, Father God, to restore, to renew, to, to vitalize, Father God. Hallelujah. Those areas that the enemy has come in, Father God, and caused havoc in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'll never be the same, Lord God. I will never be the same, Lord God, since I've come into your presence, since I've come to know you, Lord. Hallelujah. You have transformed my life. You have made me over, Lord God, and I give you the glory and I give you the praise. In Jesus' name, Father God, amen and amen.
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Somebody needs to say this tonight. This just came up Come in my now. spirit. My family walks in the, the anointing of healing. I want you to say this. I came here sick, but when I leave, I'll be healed. Somebody say it, say it. I came here sick, but when I leave, I'll be healed. I'm But when I leave, I'll be rich. I'm changing. I'll never be the same. I have to be with you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy of the praise, oh God. 
Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like, Father, we give you praise. No matter what we go through, Father God, on a day-to-day basis, we give you praise. Nothing, Lord God, will stop us from praising you, Lord God. Hallelujah. For you inhabit the praises of your people, Lord God. So we lift up our praise. We lift up our desires. We lift up our situations unto you. And we praise you in the midst. For we know, Lord God, that you are with us. And if you are with us, who can be against us? And for that, Lord God, we thank you. We glorify you and magnify you. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Again, I just want to wish everyone that has tuned in uh, to MBKI's Hallelujah Kingdom Encounter radio show on Blog Talk. Today is a beautiful day here in Seattle, Washington. You know, when we get some sun, boy, you know, everybody run out and start doing all kind of crazy stuff. Hallelujah. But we also have that big fight they say is supposed to be the biggest sporting event ever. Hallelujah. With Pacquiao and uh, and, and Mr. Way Mayweather. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. But God gets the glory. Hallelujah. Nothing so stop. Hallelujah. With God has predestined for his people, hallelujah, and his leaders to do, no matter what's going on in the world. The Bible says, be in the world, but not of the world. He's a jealous God, and he wants us to put him first. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just want to play one more song here, and then we're going to go ahead and get right into the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just take some time and lift up our hands to the Lord. Let's lift up our hands and surrender all to the Lord. Just wherever you're at, just lift up your hands to the Lord and focus. And- There's a lifting of the hands. Hallelujah. Lift yeah. your hands. Hallelujah. Give him praise. There's surrender all.
Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We just give God all the honor and all the praise. All the honor and all the praise belongs to God, and I just thank him. Hallelujah. I just give him praise. I Oh, I'm Oh, I love the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and get started here. Hallelujah. I just want to give thanks first and foremost to my father. Hallelujah. The only and the most honorable, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. The, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I give honor unto him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Where would I be? Hallelujah. Without his mercy, without his grace, without his goodness, without his protection. Hallelujah. I'm nothing without him. And for him, hallelujah, I just give him all the glory and all the praise. I, I want to give honor to my wife. Hallelujah. She had to work today. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So I hope she's having a, an easy day today. Hallelujah. I just thank God for her, for she is my rib, my help meet. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in my eyes and my ears in the spirit realm. Glory be to God. And I want to give honor to my spiritual father and covering Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I hope he's having a, a relaxing day. I don't think he had to work today. Glory be to God. But I just thank God for him and everyone that is on this line and that will be listening into the archives. Hallelujah. In your respected position, hallelujah. In Christ, I give honor to you as well. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Today we're going to be talking about, hallelujah, your positioning. Hallelujah. Your 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 position. Where you're at right now, how have you considered the position you're in. You know, we as Americans, we look at things, hallelujah, in a in a particular fashion. And as we look at things in a particular fashion, we begin to uh, feel a certain way. And from that feeling, we begin to react and respond in a certain way. The Bible says, or excuse me, not the Bible, but it says that you know, the enemy, hallelujah, is after our soul. And we must understand that our soul represents our mind, will, and emotions. Hallelujah. So if he can get into our mind and our emotions and our actions, then he actually has succeeded in what he has planned and plotted to do. Amen? So we, we, we tend to think that life comes with hills and valleys. We talk about being on the mountain. We talk about being in, in the valley. But but. But I, I, I tend to think that it, it's more like train tracks, <laughs> if you really want to know. Every day, you know, in our lives, you know, there's certain things that go on, good things happen, hallelujah, that, that brings contentment and that brings happiness and, and, and peace into our life. But at the exact same time, there's painful things that can happen. You can lose a job, lose a, a loved one, money's funny, eviction notices, hallelujah, all kind of Things can happen, hallelujah. So we have these two train tracks, and they run parallel to each other, one full of, 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 of happiness and, and bliss and, and joy, but then you have the other one that's full of fear and sorrow and, 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 and oppression and things of this nature. And, again, they run parallel to each other, hallelujah. And this can go on uh, – you can, you can get a raise one minute, get a car accident, and on the way home. I mean, things happen in life. Amen. Things happen in life. We're going to be talking about joy. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about joy. 
And we must understand the definition of what is joy. And as I was looking this up, I see a, a more of a worldly uh, uh, definition, but then I see a spiritual definition. So let's look at the worldly definition. It speaks about the emotion evoked by well-being or success, okay, or good fortune or the prospect of processing what one desires, Okay, so if you get something that you desire, like a new car, job, things like this, you begin to be joyful, okay, amen, and it feels good, amen. But now the spiritual, and this is the one that I really want to focus on, it says the source or cause of delight. See, because joy, true joy is delight. Hallelujah. And we must understand when we go back to the beginning of the Bible and it talks about the Garden of Eden, the Hebrew definition of Eden is delight. Hallelujah. So if we look at this thing a little bit differently, we could see that delight, hallelujah, comes from God. Hallelujah. The Garden of Eden, hallelujah, the Garden is a place of protection. Eden is a place of delight, and that's where God dwells. God, hallelujah, is the delight, the joy, hallelujah, glory be to God. For when you enter into a place in prayer and worship, it's a place of delight where you don't want to leave. You're at total peace, total bliss. Nothing is bothering you, no matter what you're going through. If you hit that place, that place called there in God, nothing that you may be going through at that present time, hallelujah, will bother you. Because you're in a peaceful place. You're in the place of delight. You're in the place of Eden. You're in a place of true joy. Of true joy. Hallelujah. So, in that, we must understand that true joy comes from the Lord. See, we get caught up with joy being an emotion are a feeling. Now, happiness, yes, but true joy comes from the Lord. And we're about to take a look at what God says pertaining to joy. Let's turn to James. We're going to read chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 2. James, chapter 1. Verse 2, excuse me, verse 2 through 4. Amen. Verse 2 through 4. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says here, my brethren, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So the Bible is telling us to count it all joy. So when it says count it all, what is it talking about? It's saying to us to consider it, consider something. So if we rephrase it, it says consider everything that you have been through and be glad, and be glad. Why? 
Why should I be glad of being unemployed? Why should I be glad, hallelujah, that I, 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 I'm living with some people that I don't feel I don't want to live with? Why should I be glad that everything is going one way for me and going another way for everybody else? Why should I be glad? It says that your faith produces patience. Your faith produces patience. See, we must understand that things that we are going through are to produce something that is going to make us better. It's going to make us better. Consider everything that you have gone through. You see, when we look at things, hallelujah, we look at them from the wrong perspective. We believe that everything that we are dealing with and going through is going to prevent us from reaching a place that we want to get to. But we must understand that the things that we are going through are preparing us for a place that God wants us to get to. See, what we think and what we assume and what we want, God is a God that will give us what we need as well as what we want, our desires. But that is if our desires align up with his will for our lives. Most of us have dreams of being this or doing that. I never thought I would be doing what it is that I'm doing today. But as God has gifted me in particular areas, I see today where those things that I had gone through, hallelujah, has prepared me for what it is that he is having me do today and preparing me for what I'll be doing tomorrow. God's ways are not our ways is what the Bible says, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. It also says that a day is a thousand years to God, so patience. Do you have patience? Hallelujah. Because sometimes when you're going through a trial, when you're going through a situation, when you're going through a, uh, an issue, hallelujah, sometimes you just got to stand firm and wait. Stand firm and wait. Hallelujah. There's a woman of God that I know that is seeking a job, and she put in a, a resume, hallelujah. She got the interview, and she's standing right now. But every once in a while, she gets a little weak. She wants to move on her own ability. And so what she does is she calls the place and says, hi, this is so-and-so, hallelujah. Uh, what's going on with the resume? Did, 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 did I get the job? Sometimes we can get in the way of what God is trying to do as he's trying to position things and put things together in such a way so that that door can open and that you can walk through. But sometimes we have to be patient. Hallelujah. And in order to be patient, we must trust in God to do what he says that he will do. Do you trust God in your situation? Do you trust God that he is going to provide your needs according to his riches and his glory. Do you trust God? Glory be to God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. See, when we can hold on to our joy, when we can go through a situation and still 
be joyful. Hallelujah. That makes the enemy mad because the thing that he wants to steal is your joy. The thing that he wants to steal is your joy. In the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8 and verse 10, it says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. So if the Bible is telling us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, see, look at here. It says the joy of the Lord. It didn't say the joy of this world, or it didn't say the joy of Anthony, or the joy of Mary, or the joy of Frank, but it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. What do you know about the joy of the Lord? What do you know about the joy of the Lord? Hallelujah. Because if you know something about the joy of the Lord, you'll be able to stand in a trying time. You'll be able to stand, hallelujah, glory be to God, and you'll be able to hold on to your joy. Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Consider what you're dealing with. Look at it from a spiritual view, not a worldly view. See, we get so caught up. We watch so much television that we see when things go sideways, when people lose jobs and things and this and that and the third, that we are supposed to respond this way. We're supposed to respond that way. That's why the Bible tells us that we need to guard our hearts. We need to watch our eye gates and our ear gates and the things that people are speaking hallelujah to us and the things that we are watching and hearing because they can begin to put a picture in our Rolodex in our mind. That's why the Bible says cast down all vain thoughts because you're not seeing something that's coming back to mind or excuse me, imaginations. And then the little voice that goes on in your mind that brings that thought of, hmm, hmm, let me call Billy. That, oh, you know, Billy used to give me money every time I needed it. I need to get this rent paid. Let me call Billy and see if I can get six or $700 to pay my rent. The devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. The devil is a lie. Oh, oh, oh that brother. Hallelujah, that, that's sitting at home all alone, bored. Hallelujah, and he, you know, he's being tempted. You know, he's being tempted. He's trying to hold himself. He's trying to stay celibate. Hallelujah, but he knows he calls Roxanne. Roxanne will come on over and take care of him right the right way. Oh, he's battling. Oh, the devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. But count it all joy when you go through because it's testing. It's a test of your faith, and it produces patience. It produces patience. And, 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 and the Bible goes on to say, it goes on to tell us, hallelujah, that, that in, 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 in verse uh, uh, 3, knowing that this, the trying of your faith will produce patience. I'm sorry, verse 4. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and tire, wanting Nothing, wanting nothing. You see, it tells us here that patience has a job. Patience has been hired to do something. And the, the, the patience, hallelujah, has been hired to, to give you the ability to stand still and wait on God, to build in you a character that is of God and not of this world. You see, 
when we're able to stand against the, the trials, the waves that continue to beat upon our life, hallelujah, it's God that gives us the capability to stand. Hallelujah. Jesus was walking on water. He told Peter, he said, Peter, come. And Peter said, is this you? And he walked upon the word that was spoken. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was able to walk upon water, something that is supernaturally cannot happen, defying the law of gravity. He cannot walk on water, but he walked upon the word that was spoken. Hallelujah. But then when the waves and the things around him, hallelujah, ah, the bills, hallelujah, that, that husband, that wife, that significant other, hallelujah, that mother, that father, that boss, hallelujah, begin to come at you and you take your eyes off of God hallelujah you begin to fall God wants to build his character back in you the Bible tells us that we were made in his likeness in his image we were created hallelujah but through the fall of man his character has left because of this flesh and the desires of our heart so what God is trying to do is he's trying to build that godly character back in you and the way that he is doing this is through the trials of life hallelujah and as we are going into a time in a season hallelujah in this generation where the economy and the government is working uh, so hard uh, to bring down the people, hallelujah, we need to have God's character to be able to stand against what is taking place. Count it all joy as you go through trials and tribulations. Worst times are coming. Hallelujah. We're going to have to stand on faith. We're going to have to be patient. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You know, there's a time that I see coming where the EBT card and food, hallelujah, there's not going to be a dollar, hallelujah, and there's not going to be a card. There's going to be a chip, and that chip you're going to have to scan, hallelujah, at the grocery store if you want to get some food uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, for those that are, are believers, hallelujah, we don't believe in that chip, Hallelujah. So we're going to have to suffer a little bit. It's not going to be so easy to get our food. Hallelujah. So we're going to have to have faith in God. Hallelujah. So let's say if you weren't able to eat for a day and then it's going into the next day, are you going to have faith that God is going to bring food your way? Are you going to be patient and be able to stand, hallelujah, and say, God, I trust you. If you could do it for the Israelites, hallelujah, in the wilderness, you can do it for me today. Or are you going to be one of those that fall away from the faith? The Bible talks about that. It's called apostasy. Why did you fall away? Because you couldn't get things the way you wanted to get them. I couldn't hold on. I couldn't keep my joy, hallelujah, and my patience ran weak. Glory be to God. Don't be one of those. Count it all joy and understand, hallelujah,
hallelujah, what is taking place. Even in your life today, God is preparing his remnant, hallelujah. He's preparing them in his way. He's not going to hit you upside the head with a wand and say, I'm preparing you for the suffering that is to come. No, he's going to put you in the midst of suffering. So when the suffering does come, you have already adapted and shifted. You have grown closer to him. You're relying on him even the more because as things were good, hallelujah, wasn't good for you. Everybody else was doing good, but you weren't doing good. But you had to rely upon God, and you still had love for those that were, hallelujah, living life. Hallelujah, for when things go bad, you can stand up, hallelujah, and be, hallelujah, or excuse me, allow them to see, hallelujah, Christ in you, loving them, helping them, providing for them, and standing up. Hallelujah, upon your faith and having patience that God is going to see you through. Amen. That God is going to see you through. Hallelujah. Now, if we take another and look at another word here, let's let, let, let's look at the word rejoicing. Let's look at the word rejoicing. Okay. So if we look at the word rejoicing, uh, how, how am I going to do this? Okay. Counter all joy is rejoicing. So when you're going through a trial or a a situation, the Bible says that we need to rejoice in it. Don't get down. Don't get all bent out of shape. But begin to rejoice. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. So as you rejoice and praise him in the midst of that negative thing, one, you're confusing the enemy because he does not understand how could you praise God in the midst of your situation. He's supposed to be a God that is a provider that is going to give you all the desires of your heart, but here you are in a position with nothing, and you're still praising him? Oh, my God, what? am I to do? Resist the devil and he shall flee. Stand on your faith and be patient in this hour is what God is telling us as his people. Hallelujah, because he is doing some things that you may not understand, that you may not recognize. Hallelujah. All going to work out for the good. Hallelujah. Why? Because you love the Lord and you are called for his purpose. Glory be to God. I thank him for it. I thank you for it. Rejoice. Turn to me. Turn with me to uh, Psalms 71 and 23. Psalms 71 and 23. Glory be to God. It talks about rejoicing. It talks about rejoicing. Amen. 71 and 23. Amen. Here we go. Here we go. Amen. So it says right here in Psalm 71. In verse 23, it says, My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing to you, and my soul which you have redeemed. My soul which you have redeemed. So I'm rejoicing in the midst. David went through hell. He had everybody after him. He's hiding out in caves, but yet and still, he trusted in the Lord. He was able to kill Saul. He walked up on Saul and could have killed him. But because of his heart, hallelujah, he didn't kill him. He just cut, I think it was, a piece of his garment, hallelujah, to let him know what he could have done. But he did not. 
hallelujah, because he knew that God was going to fight his battle for him. He trusted in God. He gloried in God. He rejoiced in God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, because he understood that God was the redeemer of his soul, not himself, not this world, but God, but God. Hallelujah. If we took a look at uh, the woman there, hallelujah, giving birth, look at a woman that that, that, that is uh, giving birth. No woman wants to go through no pain. I, I don't understand. You know, my hats are off to all you women. Because I feel like I ain't never having no baby. I ain't even going to have sex. Uh-uh. No, that's too much. How is that big old watermelon thing going to come out? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know, but there's something in you women that is a lot different than me. Men don't, don't, don't know. Women just want to have a child. They, under, they know what they're going to endure, but they're willing. And it's a suffering. It's a suffering. Turn with me to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. 21 and 22. John chapter 16, verse 21 and 22. For those that don't know me, I love going through the Bible, so I'll have you in one place and I'll have you going through another place. Messing with me, you will know where the books of the Bible are at. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to John 16, 21 and 22. Amen. Here we go. Let me find my little glasses here. It will be all good. 21 and 22. All right. All right, it says here, now this is Jesus talking. He says, a woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Joy. Hallelujah, that a human being has been brought into the world. Women of God, when you have a child, you understand that there is pain that you are about to go through. And some of them say, give me that shot, give me that, uh, whatever you call that shot, in the back. I, won't, I don't want to feel none of this. Some of y'all get that. My wife, she didn't go, she went through, she went through and felt all the pain, went through all the agony. But at the end, you don't even think about the pain. The pain is the last thing that has come to your mind. Once them shoulders make it up out of you, oh, Lord, it's all bliss from that point. Amen. See, the things that we go through in life, we don't want to endure. We choose not to endure. Hallelujah. But when we go through them and get to the other side, we forget about the pain. And we are walking in bliss, in joy, in joy. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, hallelujah. Yeah, we basically want the end result without having to go through anything for it. Do you know that when you are called by God, that you are going to go through a suffering? You know, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Why are many called, but only few are chosen? Because the suffering that you must go through, many can't make it. 
They can't do the necessary things that God is calling for them to do to be able to make it and to do what it is that God is calling for them to do. Even in the upper room in the book of Acts, there were many more that were there. Jesus told them to tarry until the Spirit comes. But they couldn't tarry as long because they were, man, we've been here for three days. Man, I got to go. I got, I got things to do. Hallelujah. But they could not continue forth. They could not be patient. They could not be still. They could not follow orders to do what it is that God was calling for them to do to receive the blessing. To receive the blessing. God is calling for us in the midst of our situations and circumstances right now to be patient, to wait on me, to have faith in me. I will see you through. The Bible says that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. The Bible says that he will never leave us on the forsaken. The Bible says, hallelujah, count it all joy when you go through various trials and tribulations. The Bible says, As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. Why? Because he is with me. So if he is with us, we need to be patient and believe and trust that he will see us through. It's not what it looks like, people. But understand, hallelujah, that God is there to fight. God is there to war. God is there, and he wants you to trust him. In him. He wants you to trust in him. How many of us right now are going through a, a trying situation? We, 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 we're low on funds and we need money. Hallelujah. We, we, we don't have a job and, and we're about to lose our home. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Our, our marriage is, 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 is rocky. Hallelujah. Children don't want to listen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We've got people talking about it. Hallelujah. At, at work. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The cars broke down and I don't know how to make it. Glory. I mean, all kinds of things are going on. But do you trust God? Are you able to keep your joy? Keep your joy. I had a gentleman at work here the other day. He walked out. <laughs> of work for lunch. How did he come to find out somebody sideswiped his car and tore his whole bumper off? How did he change his whole attitude? Change his whole attitude. Now, see, he's not a believer, though. But it changed his whole attitude. What would that do to you? What would it, what would it do to you? Oh, yeah, now, we, we're human. We're flesh. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get crunked a little bit. But are we able to snap back? And count it all joy because God is going to work it all out. There's a purpose, there's a reason for things that take place in our life. The enemy cannot do nothing on his own accord. Hallelujah, we can open a door to allow him in, but God gives him permission to do the things. That's why it says that you will not tempt it, you will not be tempted more than what you can bear. Hallelujah, because God knows what we can put up with. God knows how far to stretch us. Hallelujah, we don't know. Many of us are pulling this line and said, I can't take no more. And then here comes two or three more things. And you're taking it. And you're taking it. You see, God knows. But God also knows, hallelujah, that you need him. And he's wanting you to come to him and trust in him and delight in him in the midst of of your trial, in the midst of your trial. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. 
Ah, yes, Lord. Amen. All right. Let's go to Nehemiah 8 and 10. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a close with this. I'm going to close with this. Let's go to Nehemiah 8 and 10. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. The joy. Joy. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Oh, it don't look good. You see, people look at you crazy. You start counting things joyful. What? You mean you just lost your job and, and you, 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 you smiling and laughing and, and he 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 and, I mean, ain't you, ain't you upset? What you going to do? I'm going to rely on God. God took it. He will provide it. One door closes, another one will open. That's the God we serve. Amen? Glory be to God. I mean, come on now. Come on now. Say, be in the world but not of the world. And we ain't got to act like everybody else. We ain't supposed to act like everybody else. Why? Because our God is not in this world. Amen. He say that. He say this. The Bible says, King of kings and Lord of lords. Now, he say he is the king of the little kings with the S. And he is the big Lord of the little lords, which is an S. Amen. So who is these little kings and little lords? Hmm. Makes me wonder. That is us. We are the little kings upon the earth. Hallelujah. And then there is the enemy. They call him the prince. So who is the higher official, a king or a prince? Okay, all right. Now you got that. So now, why are we taking and allowing a prince to rule us? To, to, to have us do this, go there, do that, feel this, feel this, feel that. No, we have the authority as kings under the king. So take your position and command and decree and declare that that prince get about your life and keep your joy, amen, in the midst of your trial. Glory be to God. Nehemiah chapter 8. In verse 10. Now, I'm going to read verse 10, but I'm going to be stepping back into the book of Nehemiah so we can understand something. Amen. The Bible says in verse 10 of Nehemiah chapter 8, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. My God, look at that. Even the poor folks that had nothing all of a sudden got what they need to rejoice. My God. Oh, my God. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Listen, 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 listen. People of God, the Bible tells us here, do not sorrow. Don't be sorry. Don't 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 weep. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Let's 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 take a step back. We're gonna take a step back and, and go to the beginning of chapter eight. The beginning of chapter eight. And you don't have to follow along, but but I wanna lay this out so you can understand why he told them to do not sorrow and why they were sorry. Amen. So he says here, he says in verse one, now all the people gathered together as one man in the open square that was in front of the water gate. 
Now, they were in front of the water gate, okay? So the water gate symbolizes something because if we look at the beginning of Nehemiah when Nehemiah came to rebuild the wall, for those of you who know, hallelujah, the book of Nehemiah, there's a couple, there's, there's many different gates that were a part of the city, and each gate represents Something is hallelujah, glory be to God. You know, God likes to hide little trinkets, hallelujah, in the word of God. Glory be to God. Amen. So, hallelujah, the water gate is what we're talking about. They were standing in front of the water gate, and he was about to read the law that was sent from Moses to the people. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God has a funny way of doing things. So listen here, listen here, listen here. So the water gate, hallelujah, is it is a place of cleansing. It is a place of cleansing. Water cleanses. When you, when you come home and say, baby, I'm going to take a shower, where do you take a shower in? Water, right? You don't take it uh, in, in, in sand or in dirt, but water cleanses your body. Amen? Glory be to God. Now, check this out. We're going to go here. We're going to go here real quick. Psalms 119 and 9. You don't have to follow me. Hallelujah, if you're writing this down, hallelujah, just write down Psalms 119, and we're going to read verse 9. Because there's a question in Psalms 119 and verse 9, hallelujah, and we want to kind of see what is what's this question. It says, how can a young man cleanse his ways? Hmm. How can a young man cleanse his ways, his actions, the things that he has done in his life? How can he be Clean, not from the outside, but from the inside. How can this take place? That's a great question, wouldn't you say? I would say so myself. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and turn to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26. You can write that down. You don't have to follow me. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26. It's going to answer that question for us. Amen? Glory be to God. Ah, yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. 5 and 26. Okay, so this is what we got. Chapter 5 of Ephesians and verse 26. And it says that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. The washing of water by the word. The living water that is in the word, the spirit of God that has the ability to resurrect the word, that can cleanse, hallelujah, glory be to God, the water, amen. So, hallelujah, as I was reading, uh, (laughs) as, as the reading of the word went forth, they were getting cleansed is what it's talking about here in Nehemiah 8. Now, you have to realize, as the word was being spoken, as the word was going forth, it was beginning to convict, because the word is also like a two-edged sword, able to cut through barrel and moan and bone and hit that place. So as they're going through the law of Moses, they're beginning to weep because they see that they have not lined up with the law of God with the law of God. But they're standing there at the water gate. And as the word is going forth, God is cleansing the people. He's cleansing the people through 
the word that is being spoken, through the word that's being spoken. Amen. So it goes on to say here in verse, uh, let's go to 10. Let's go to verse 10 in Nehemiah 8. You can write that down again. Like I say, I go from one place to the other in a thousand (laughs) miles an hour. Amen. It says in verse 10, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those of whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to the Lord. It's holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength, for the joy of the Lord. Of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, for the day is holy. Do not be grieved. Do not be grieved. Amen. You see, when the when the when the when the, when the word of God goes forth and you know that you're out of line, you're not living right, you're not doing right, hallelujah. What ends up happening is you begin to feel sorrowful in your spirit. The conviction falls upon you. Glory be to God. But hallelujah, how many of you know, hallelujah, that the joy of the Lord is your strength? Because God is that joy. Hallelujah. See, I looked at this thing, and and, and I came up with this, that joy is the settled assurance. It's a settled assurance. It's a wrap. It's done, signed, sealed, and delivered that God is in control of all the details of our lives. It's the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. And the determined choice to praise God in every situation. In every situation. Let me ask you, do you do that? Can can, can you walk that out? Can you believe and and, and be assured that God is in control of every detailed thing in your life? No matter what it looks like, no matter what it smells like, no matter what it tastes like, do you believe that God is in control of every detail of your life? And can you have the, the confidence that Everything is going to be all right, no matter what it looks like, no matter what's going on right now, no matter what's in your bank account, your pocketbook, no matter what, that it's going to be all right. Can you believe that? And have a determination in your heart to praise him anyhow, no matter what goes on, no matter what the end result may be, good, bad, or indifferent, Lord, I'm going to praise you. Tell it all joy when you go through various trials and temptations because as your faith is being tested, it produces patience. And when patience having its perfect work, it will bring wholeness. To you, and the character of God will show up in you that it does not matter what is going on in your life. You know, you know, you know in your mind, in your emotions, in everything in you that God is in control of my life. When I died 
to my flesh and rose in the spirit, I gave my life to God. And if I gave my life back to my creator who created me from the beginning, what makes me say that he does not know every detail of my life, good, bad, or indifferent? And if he does, what makes me think that me being a child of his, that he is not going to provide my needs according to his riches and his glory? Whose story are you going to believe? Yours or his? Don't let the enemy lie to you. He's a deceiver. See, he wants to steal your joy. Because if he gets your joy, hallelujah, now he has your strength. And if he has your strength, now he can come in and defeat you. How would he do that? Well, he'll get into your mind and get you thinking that everything is going to turn out sideways. I don't have the rent. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be on the street. Hallelujah. My car don't work. I'm not going to be able to make it to work. They're going to fire me. Oh, my God. So fear sets in. Now oppression sets in. Then you isolate. Now he has you right where he wants you, distracted, in a place of sorryfulness, heavy, talking negative to those individuals, those friends of yours, about your situation. As a man thinketh, so he shall be. He wants to get in your mind to get you to look at your situation in a way that it is not. It's not what it looks like, people of God. Even in my life, it's not what it looks like. Sometimes we just need to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord as we trust in him and not our own finite carnal mind. We little, we're little kings upon the earth. We need to turn to our source, the big king, hallelujah, that gives us the direction on what to do upon the earth as we take dominion of it. But before we could take dominion of the earth, we must first take dominion over our own life and work that out. If I can trust you with a little... I will make you ruler over many. Can he trust you to even just take dominion over your own life? Are are you able to do that? Because if you can do that, then he can trust you to see that you will be, you will overcome. You will trust in him. You will rely on him. You will go to him in the midst of trouble as David did. Can he trust you with that? Joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of our lives. It's confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. Ultimately, meaning sometime, not in our time, but in his time, Things are going to be all right. Some of us have to be repositioned because we've gotten so far out of position that trying to get back into alignment with God, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to have to go through. But it's all working out for our good if we just trust in the Lord. 
Amen. Glory be to God. I just want to take and pray right now for those that, hallelujah, are going through some things. I mean, going through. And they, 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 you know, some people, I, I've been talking and ministering to the people, and they're like, you know, I just don't know when this is going to end. I, I, I do this, I pray, I pray, I pay my tax, I do this, I do all. And, 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 and when is my kind going to come? Where is my blessing? Where, where, where is my breakthrough? Your breakthrough may be in what you're going through Because as you're going through it Things are being broken As you're standing, things are being broken As you're standing, you're getting strengthened As you are standing You're trusting God even the more And your breakthrough, your blessing Is you still got that roof over your head Favor You may be on the bus uh, going, uh, Taking two or three hours To get to work one way Two or three hours to get back home Favor we have to look at things in a different perspective. Stop looking at things the way that the world looks at things. We have to look at things from a spiritual place, from a spiritual place. Amen? Amen? Glory be to God. So I want to pray for those that are going through some things right now and, 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 and are getting weak. Hallelujah, glory be to God Father, in the name of Jesus Christ Lord God, I just lift up each and every person That is on this line right now That is listening to my voice Even in the archives, Father God Hallelujah That are going through a trying time A rough time They're getting weary in their well-doing In their standing in you, Father God I pray even now, Lord God That you may restore in them The joy, Father God That only can come from you Father God, that you will give them peace Father God, upon their minds Where confusion is trying to set in. Father God, where the enemy has set up traps and snares, Father God, right now, I pray that you may loose them out now in the name of Jesus Christ, that they may be able to walk and stand in freedom, Lord God. Hallelujah. Receiving, Father God, the revelation that you have given, Father God, upon this line tonight, that they may be able to reposition uh, themselves, Father God, and look at life, look at their situation from the eyes of God and not the eyes of man. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, that they may have patience in you, have faith in you, and trust in you that you will see them through, Lord God. You're, you're a God that cannot lie. Your word, Father God, is full of promises, Lord God, full of blessings, as well as full of as commandments, Lord God, and you tell us, hallelujah, to stand still. You tell us to wait on you. You tell us that you will do it. Help us, Father God, to believe so that we can receive what it is that you have for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray right now, amen and amen. Glory be to God. And for those that don't know God, and you're trying to figure out why your life just has been going all kind of all kind of ways but loose. And you come to say, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And you want to get a relationship with God. Just repeat these words after me. Jesus. Forgive me for all of the things that I thought about you. Forgive me for not believing that you are the Messiah, the King, the Son of the living God. 
that you died upon the cross for me, that I may be able to live eternally through you. Today, right now, I give my life to you. I ask you to come in and be the Lord of my life. Lead, guide, and direct me from this day forth that I may fulfill the purpose and destiny of why I was created. Teach me how to live this life, and I will not stray away. Thank you, Lord, being the head of my life from this day forth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It does not matter if you are Reciting that in the archives a day from now or five years from now. Hallelujah, you have been accepted. Hallelujah, the angels are rejoicing on your behalf now. Now, let me tell you something. The enemy is mad, so he's going to come in with all kind of stuff. So if your life gets up, uh, starts going all kind of ways but loose, hallelujah, believe and receive that God is with you. You have given your life unto God, and he is going to take you out and set you up and take you places you've never thought of if you trust in him. Amen. Glory be to God. I want to thank each and every person that has come upon the line today. I hope that you receive something from the Lord. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord, people, is our strength. And we need to count in all joy. We need to consider and rejoice in the things that we are presented with in our life. Because God will see us through. He tells us that in his word. Rejoice. Be joyful. Be glad. Confuse the enemy. Piss him off. And watch your life catapult to a whole different dimension and place in the Lord. Amen. Amen. A couple things I want to state. Wednesday, excuse me, I'm sorry, Thursdays at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we have MBKI's Beta Mentoring Conference line. This is a line where we come together and we mentor one another. We allow the gifts that God has put in us, hallelujah, to be stirred up and used, hallelujah. Hallelujah is a place where iron can sharpen iron, hallelujah. So as you are coming into your position, into the office that God has called you in, this is a place where you can begin to move and you don't have to be uh, a shy or, or feel people are going to look at you or laugh at you or judge you because we all start somewhere. And this is a place, a platform where you can come forth and speak, hallelujah, what God has placed upon your heart. Hallelujah. There are many times where up-and-coming prophets and prophetesses and evangelists and teachers and preachers, hallelujah, are coming forth with the word. Amen. So just come and join us. You, you will be amazed at what God is doing in this season. Glory be to God. And at uh, 9 o'clock a.m., Pacific Standard Time, and noon, Eastern Standard Time, on Saturdays, we have 
hour of power. This is where we come together and praise and worship God for one hour, allow the glory of God to fall, and then begin to move, hallelujah, in the giftings, in the prophecies, in the praying over, in the edifying and uplifting of those that are going through and are in need. Come join us on Thursdays and Saturdays. And we know, hallelujah, about MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio here at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time and 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. If you have any questions, any prayer requests of the like, please hit me up on Facebook, Minister Anthony Baxter. I'll be glad to pray for you, pray pray with you, hallelujah, and, and encourage you if you are going through anything in your life. We are a ministry, so if you feel and God places upon your heart to give into the ministry, hallelujah, you can just go to PayPal and go to send money, and at the place you can put in MBK Ministries at gmail.com and send whatever God puts it placed upon your heart. Hallelujah. I say that only when God puts it upon my heart to say because it's not about money, it's about the word that God has given me to give to his people. Not just for today, but for years to come, because these will be archived. And I believe, as God showed me a year or two ago, that there'll be a time where we're not so easily able to get a word. But because technology and computers will be around, there will be archived messages that individuals can listen to. Amen. So you guys have a wonderful day today. And remember to walk by faith and not by sight. We'll see you next week. God bless you.